If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's another in our weekly programs on health and nutrition. We've got lots to talk about today. It's my pleasure being here behind this microphone. I'm comfortably ensconced, and I hope you are as well, because we got lots to talk about today. And you can be part of the program, 877-726-8255, our number. I consider myself extraordinarily privileged to have this opportunity to share important news with you. And we got some uh, very important uh, news stories this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the booster vaccine. We're going to be talking about uh, a new definition of healthy food from the Food and Drug Administration. It's long overdue, but is it enough? Uh, a new breakthrough Alzheimer's drug, but is it really a breakthrough? Will it be safe and practical? Uh, also, uh, news about uh, our Save Our Supplements campaign. It appears that we have won a major victory as we move into the month of October. Uh, a study on the ability of dogs to smell stress. Yeah, if you're stressed uh, and <laughs> you pet owners, you probably can vouch for it. Uh, your dog may come over to you. Uh, looking concerned. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, let's get going with your phone calls. We'll take some of those momentarily. Uh, also, that number available to you 24-7, so you can record a question anytime you like. We'll take some of those calls later. Uh, but an important uh, development here where I reside in New York City, uh, headline, Mayor Adams... And the New York City Health and Hospital CAO, uh, uh, Michael uh, Mitchell Katz, uh, announced that there will be a rollout and expansion of plant-based meals as the default option in city hospitals. That means if uh, you're hospitalized uh, in New York City at a city hospital, not all hospitals are city hospitals, there's some private hospitals, uh, but if you're in a city hospital like uh, Lincoln Metropolitan or Woodhall Hospital, uh, you're going to get a vegetarian meal 
unless you specify or your doctor specifies to the contrary. And there's some uh, self-congratulatory rhetoric by New York City's mayor. When it comes to preventing diet-related chronic disease, there's a growing recognition that it's not our DNA, it's our dinner. Since January, we've introduced plant-powered Fridays into schools. Now we are proud to announce the successful rollout and expansion of default plant-based lunch and dinner options at all health and hospital sites. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, hype around this. Uh, New York City Health and Hospitals President and CEO Mitchell Katz gushed. As a primary care physician, I speak with all of my patients about the importance of a healthy diet and how it can help fend off or treat chronic conditions like type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and heart disease. Our new meal program is rooted in evidence for health benefits and environmental sustainability. Okay. Uh, in my opinion, uh, this is an extraordinarily misguided initiative because uh, there's no question that hospital food is abysmal. Being sick is a, a teachable moment. And when you confront a hospital breakfast of, say, uh, some soggy white toast uh, slathered with margarine, uh, maybe you get a bowl of cream of wheat or uh, a package of uh, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, uh, along with uh, numerous packets of sugar, and you get coffee made for your instant coffee. Uh, maybe you get a container of uh, a uh, orange-flavored fruit drink, but it's laden with sugar. It, it, this is surely a missed opportunity because you're in the hospital, and this is what the doctors are feeding you. It's, it's like they're condoning a terrible diet. Uh, for dinner, you might get uh, mystery meat or desiccated fish sticks, some soggy string beans and carrots, and a dollop of instant mashed potatoes, and maybe a sugary pudding or cake for dessert. That That's not good. And it, that can all be backstopped with a can of Ensure to to fill in your nutritional gaps. But it, it's, it's laden with all kinds of artificial ingredients, refined oils, emulsifiers, uh, flavorings, and ample high fructose corn syrup. So uh, the problem is applying a prevention model to hospital foods. It's a terrible miscalculation because while it can be demonstrated that certain diets and, you know, certainly a plant-based diet or a diet rich in plant-based foods doesn't have to be exclusively plant-based. It can be a Mediterranean diet with plentiful fruits and vegetables and perhaps some whole grains uh, and legumes uh, this may be good for heart disease and diabetes prevention and reducing the risk of obesity. But uh, when it comes to hospitalized patients, uh, what is typically in short supply is protein. And sickness is an enormously catabolic event. By That is meant that the body uh, rapidly loses precipitously lean mass, and musculature. And this is called sarcopenia. It's a, it's a natural slow process by which muscle is replaced by fat as one ages. But when you're in the hospital, it takes an enormous and often irrevocable leap because your appetite may be impaired, you're immobilized, maybe your GI tract is compromised because you've had gastrointestinal surgery. And... Um, what you need, and this has been demonstrated in studies, is you need protein. And well, you may say, well, you know, there's, I could get uh, protein from beans. I can get protein from nuts. That would be what, uh, the mayor contends. He himself, 
uh, has improved his status because uh, uh, years ago he was diabetes, diabetic, and uh, he managed to turn it around, lost 35 pounds, uh, normalized his blood sugar, and uh, eliminated uh, an eye problem that was looming. And also he had uh, the onset of peripheral neuropathy. That got better when he changed his diet. So he's a big believer in a plant-based diet. And it's a good example, I think, for the African-American community because they are prey uh, inordinately to diabetes, uh, overweight leading to hypertension, diabetes, stroke, heart attack, uh, kidney disease, etc. But um, it is clear that uh, hospital teams struggle mightily to keep patients out of what's called negative nitrogen balance. That's a state where protein losses outpace intake. And protein inadequacy can compromise recovery because protein is the opposite of catabolic. It's anabolic. It helps to build patients up. And so uh, this is where a vegan diet comes up short. I mean, true, there's protein in, say, legumes, nuts, even vegetables, but it's incomplete protein. It's not that well absorbed. Uh, and uh, the ideal forms of protein are what is traditionally associated with heart disease. Meat and eggs and high-fat dairy products. Uh, these contain a lot of protein. And that's what hospitalist patients should have the option to continue to receive. And so uh, here's a study. Plant-based meat analogs weaken gastrointestinal digestive function and show less digestibility than real meat. Uh, it's an animal study, uh, but what they found is that um, there were changes in the gastrointestinal tract compared with real pork and beef. Plant-based meat analogs reduced the number of digestive cells. Uh, cause changes in the gut wall, uh, change the duodenal villi, which are the absorptive surface in the small intestine. And so the conclusion is that plant-based meat analogs weaken gastrointestinal digestive function and their digestion and absorption performance is not as good as the real meat. So here we have an initiative, you know, uh, History is littered with examples of the unintended consequences of ostensibly good deeds. Think prohibition, the overuse of antibiotics, the just say no approach to drug addiction, uh, widespread deployment of dangerous pesticides, to name but a few. But let's just hope the collateral damage of Mayor Adams' ill-considered hospital nutrition initiative won't be too pervasive before we wake up to its detrimental effects. Uh, it's This is a... This is a, an initiative that's hard to digest. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. What's your age? That's A-G-E, aged garlic extract, that is. For over 50 years, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been offering men and women of all ages and with different health concerns an odorless, organically grown, clinically researched garlic extract supplement tailored to their individual needs. 
aged garlic extract formulas support optimal cardiovascular health, immune function, and many more specific health concerns like stress, blood sugar balance, high blood pressure, detox, anti-aging, inflammation, and brain health. Kyolic AGE's condition-specific products contain Kyolic's exclusive GMO-free garlic extract, which is aged up to 20 months, converting garlic's harsh properties into beneficial compounds. So what's your AGE? Visit your local natural health and wellness retailer and discuss which Kyolic AGE formula is best for you and your lifestyle. Kyolic aged garlic extract formulas are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide, also online. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 is our number. Callers, start your engines because we'll be taking calls momentarily. Uh, we've been uh, talking a lot about in the past few months about our save our supplements campaign because uh congress uh has been seeking to enlarge fda's purview over supplements and uh a couple of months ago it it looked kind of grim it looked like there were going to be new restrictions applied to uh, supplements via something called mpl mandatory product listing which is kind of a dragnet to uh, bring in all supplements uh, and have all the manufacturers uh, list their ingredients this sensibly sounds uh, innocent but uh, it's a prelude to uh, uh, eliminating uh, certain uh, supplements and making them uh, ineligible uh, for appearing on your health food store shelf. So uh, we're going back and forth on that, uh, recommending to go to drhoffman.com slash ANH to join the campaign. That stands for the Alliance for Natural Health, of which I'm the medical director. And um, the good news, finally... Uh, as we move into October, uh, MPL is dead. Uh, well, it, it's not, it's kind of like a vampire. I mean, it's, it, you got to put a stake through its heart to really kill it, but it is temporarily stunned and back in its coffin. Uh, at the last moment, uh, its major proponent, uh, Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois, uh, offered an amendment to restore the MPL to a stopgap funding bill, which had to be passed on September 30th, if not uh, government employees would have had to have been furloughed. Uh, so the amendment was defeated and uh, did not get incorporated in the final bill. So congratulations to y'all uh, for contacting your legislators. Uh, you really made a difference on this pass. Uh, but MPL is not dead because um, they're seeking to revive it as a standalone bill. And so we have to remain vigilant 
So go to drhoffman.com slash A&H to find out the latest on how you can take action uh, with the bill is reincarnated, zombie-like, uh, to come back to haunt us. Um, speaking of the government, the FDA wants to change the definition of healthy food. And this, they're so behind the times, abysmally behind the times, because the original definition set in 1994 allowed for food manufacturers to add the word healthy to their products. Get this, as long as the products had limited amounts of total fat, saturated fat, cholesterol, and sodium, and provided at least 10% of the daily value of one or more following nutrients, vitamin A, C, calcium, iron, protein, or dietary fiber. So by that criterion, you know, Kellogg's uh, Special K, could be considered a healthy food, um, even uh, if it were laced with sugar, uh, as many breakfast, breakfast cereals are. So you had the spectacle of these ridiculous breakfast cereals uh, being designated healthy, and uh, at the same time, uh, fatty fish like salmon, nuts and seeds, uh, did not qualify as healthy. <laughs> Why? Because they have too much fat. And uh, the research is demolishing this contention that uh, fat is the culprit. It's really uh, sugar and refined carbohydrates. Um, okay, so the, the new proposed rule introduces a new limit on added sugars, which is good. Uh, in general, no more than two and a half grams per serving, which is a half a teaspoon. Uh, the servings are tiny, so if you know eat the whole package, you know, you're going to get a lot more sugar. But... Um, what that means is that uh, many sugary cereals, granola bars, highly sweetened yogurts, and white breads, which might currently qualify as healthy under the existing definition, would be eliminated under the new rule. Uh, so, uh, you know, avocados even were considered <laughs> not healthy uh, under the ridiculous uh, previous rule. Uh, this is, uh, uh, you know, they're trying. Uh, the problem is that they're behind the times. They uh, are not focusing enough on ultra-processed food. That should really be the definition of healthy. The, the least processed foods are the healthiest foods, uh, undoubtedly. The foods that have the least in the way of artificial ingredients, additives, and uh, refinement. And that should be the criterion by which the FDA designates uh, healthy food. But uh, we got to take baby steps here because more than 80% of the people living in the United States aren't even getting enough vegetables, fruit, and or dairy in their diets, according to the FDA. So uh, mixed messaging and uh, obsolete recommendations, and the FDA is playing catch-up ball, but uh, continues to remain way behind uh, nutrition science and is subject to uh, the influence of a lot of food industries, uh, food industry lobbyists. 877-726-8255, our number. This is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. 
especially curated professional-grade supplements, are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. This is your program, your opportunity to uh, pose a question. We're here. You can come directly to the doctor's office, 877-726-8255, this hour and next. Lots of time to take your questions, but uh, remember that number is available to you 24-7, 365. And if you call 877-726-8255, it'll prompt you to record a question, as did this individual. Let's hear it. They told us all this stuff not to do for COVID because, you know, that was... You know, we had to sanitize our food. We had to sanitize everything, basically. But they've never come back and said, you don't need to do this anymore. We don't hear that. I mean, I know people aren't doing a lot of that. But even when I would call the CDC phone number, the toll-free number, those people didn't know anything about it. So uh, there still is a concern. My understanding is if you touch the live COVID virus and then touch your eye, you can still contract it that way but otherwise you know as long as you're washing your hands and not touching your eyes <laughs> you should be pretty safe hey indeed well you know i'm going to say it uh you're not going to get it from food uh you're not likely to get it from a doorknob or a tabletop uh you know we created a, a pervasive sense of fear uh, about this and, and it kind of recalls uh you know the aids era you know i was around when uh, you know before aids was discovered uh i started medical school and then aids became a thing uh in the 1980s uh, and then I had to do my hospital training at Bellevue Hospital. And nobody knew really how AIDS was transmitted. It was a terrible wasting disease. It led to death. And, uh, for example, uh, when uh, I had to get a patient to x-ray from their floor uh, who had uh, HIV, uh, the guys who, the, the AIDS who brought patients down to x-ray, I would, I would call up and say, I need this patient to get a chest x-ray because they're coughing, they're having trouble breathing. Uh, they wouldn't show up because they were afraid to go on the same elevator with patients with AIDS. And so it was left to me. I mean, I knew the science. I knew the science that it was a bloodborne thing. Uh, as long as you didn't have uh, sex with a patient who had AIDS or as long uh, as you didn't get a blood transfusion or as long as, God forbid, you didn't get a, a needle stick uh, from a patient infected with AIDS, uh, you weren't going to get it. And yet, uh, for a long time, uh, there was kind of a delayed reaction on that. And, and now the same thing is happening. There's a pervasive sense of fear about exposure. Uh, you know, most people are getting it that it, it that COVID is not transmitted, uh, from, uh, surfaces or you can't get it outside, but there, there's still people walking around. I saw like, uh, a parent, uh, taking uh, their their two little kids to the YMCA, uh, which is where I work out. And uh, the parent and the little kids were wearing masks outside on the sidewalk 
uh, you know, uh, on the way to to the YMCA, which which no longer requires masks. And in fact, they dropped the mask requirement on airlines. Uh, they're now reinstating people who have been furloughed or fired uh, because they haven't gotten vaccines. Uh, uh, it you know. Uh, people are coming back to offices and offices aren't requiring uh, masking or vaccines. Uh, there's a, you know, there's a, a change and a, finally a realization uh, that many of the measures that we took to stop the spread uh, aren't making a difference. So what's deplorable is that uh, certain countries like China are still striving for a zero COVID policy. And if you look at the world map in terms of the countries that are blowing up with COVID cases, uh, the major countries that are blowing up are China and Australia. Why Australia? Because Australia was so strict and stringent about its lockdown. And now people are getting COVID. And the same thing in China is they have no natural immunity. And so uh, this is a, a good segue uh, to talk about uh, COVID. Thanks for your comment. It's a comment, not a, necessarily a question. Uh, but uh, you can go to drhoffman.com slash immunity reset to obtain an important resource because during COVID, I spent a lot of time thinking about COVID and thinking about resilience and how, yes, we're striving for effective vaccines and medications to treat COVID, better medical treatments to save patients who are critically ill, and we've learned a lot. But when it comes down to it, uh, our resilience, our underlying immunity makes a huge difference in the outcome of COVID. And so drhoffman.com slash immunity reset is a great resource for you and your loved ones, your family, friends. Share it. And it's a detailed examination of all the factors that go into resiliency. Resiliency is really the key, the terrain uh, on which the virus uh, either uh, is resisted or uh, takes off like a firestorm uh, has to do with your underlying immunity, which can be affected by diet, supplements, uh, exercise, uh, and sleep, uh, even stress. Stress, too, uh, is something that puts the kibosh on natural immunity. And speaking of natural immunity, we don't talk too much about natural immunity. It was all about the vaccines. And so whether you had COVID or not, you were required to take a vaccine and you were told to take a booster. And actually, boosters were required. Um, and I had a little bit of a run in uh, for my uh, summer vacation plans uh, this uh, this this summer. Uh, I was planning to take a trip on a major uh, with a major tour company. Uh, to the Canadian Rockies, you know, beautiful trip. And uh, what they said is that you need to be boosted. And I said, well, you know, I had the initial shots. I finally I succumbed. I had the, the first two shots because you really couldn't do anything in New York where I reside. You couldn't go into a restaurant or you couldn't go into uh, public buildings. Uh, you couldn't go into a gym. Uh, it was really, really restrictive. You couldn't go to any kind of performance. Uh, so uh, I took the initial two shots. And within a couple of months, sure enough, I got COVID. And so I figured I had what was called hybrid immunity. I actually felt good about getting COVID, although there were a couple of days of you know, some mild misery. And I felt good. I said, you know, I've got both the shots, whatever good they're going to do. And I got 
a case of COVID, so I have hybrid immunity. And I, I, I hesitated about taking the booster, and I haven't taken one. And so this tour company said, well, you know, you must take a booster, you know, because your COVID was too long ago. It was more than 180 days ago, six months ago. And so you need to take the booster to be on the trip. And I, so I wrote them a detailed letter, you know, citing all the medical evidence. And they said, well, thank you very much for your letter, but you still need a booster. That's our company policy. So I said, cancel my trip. Uh, and I went on another great trip to Iceland, which didn't require all that rigmarole. And, um, you know, I was fine. <laughs> uh, so here's an article that uh, came out in uh, The Lancet, you know, major medical journal, uh, entitled, this is a mouthful, Protection Against Omicron BA2 Reinfection Conferred by Primary Omicron BA1 or Pre-Omicron SARS-CoV-2 Infection Among Healthcare Workers with and Without mRNA Vaccination, a case control study. And what it basically is about, it examined uh, the uh, efficacy or lack thereof of hybrid immunity versus boosting. So hybrid immunity would be like me. You know, you had the first two shots and then you had a documented case of COVID versus the people who uh, had uh, boosters, additional boosters. I mean, uh, everybody had the first two shots. Everybody had COVID, uh, but some people got a booster. And they say, we asked, we aim to estimate the protection against Omicron associated with previous primary infection uh, uh, among healthcare workers with and without the mRNA vaccination. And what they found was that uh, healthcare workers who had received two doses of mRNA vaccine and had had previous COVID, were subsequently well protected for a long period against uh, reinfection with Omicron. Get this part in a major medical journal, but they don't share that with you as you see ads and you see politicians exhorting you to take the booster. Get this part. This is in major medical journal, worldwide circulation. Every doctor Health authority has access to it. With a third vaccine dose conferring no improvement to that hybrid protection. I repeat, with a third vaccine dose conferring no improvement to that hybrid protection. They continue, if this protection also pertains to future variants, there might be limited benefit from additional vaccine doses for people with hybrid immunity depending on timing and variant. So uh, what this study does not say, and I'm, I'm not going to make overambitious claims for this study, this study does not speak to the risk of death or hospitalization, where some studies have said that especially in very vulnerable individuals, people who have a lot of comorbidities, they have immunosuppression, maybe they've taken chemotherapy, maybe they're obese and diabetic or elderly and frail, maybe just maybe the booster could provide some small advantage, reducing their risk of hospitalization and death, but not completely eliminating it because many people with the, you know, four and five shots now have been hospitalized, some are dying, perhaps to a lesser extent than people who are unboosted. But um, this is a, a study that really deserves attention uh, as we go forward with, I, I think, a headlong 
into uh, an experiment with uh, new boosters uh, directed to Omicron variants with uncertain benefits and uncertain risks, minimally tested on humans, tested, yes, on lab animals. But the test that's underway is a big uncontrolled experiment. And more and more people are not willing to take part. The uptake of the new Omicron booster is way below expectation. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is Intelligent Medicine. This holiday season, the turkey isn't the only thing that gets stuffed. (laughs) Everyone knows when we eat too much, gas and bloating are likely to follow. Even more trouble ensues when we combine too many rich foods high in fat and sugar. An antacid may bring a moment of relief, but there is a smarter idea. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics provide optimum digestive support with enough of the good probiotic bacteria to help us digest rich holiday foods. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at Sprouts, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate? Berkeley Life is dedicated to making these visions a reality. Their supplement supports nitric oxide levels, a foundational molecule supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome back to Tellers of Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Our number 877-726-8255. You can call this hour or next. And uh, you ever hear this uh, thing where if you take a little bit of vinegar before a meal, it will uh, reduce your appetite or improve your blood sugar? I remember a study from about, uh, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago uh, where uh, a colleague of mine administered uh, vinegar to patients uh, before a meal and found that there was a decreased blood sugar response. And I didn't make too much of, of that. Uh, it sounds like kind of like an old wives tale, right? But there's a big study, the multiple, it's like, you know, 20 pages long, uh, in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition last month, uh, which looks at the effects of short chain fatty acids, including vinegar. You know, there are a variety of short chain fatty acids. Vinegar is actually uh, acetic acid or acetate. There's a uh, propionic acid, butyrate, uh, etc. There's so a bunch of them. Uh, but what they found is that uh, administering vinegar before a meal uh, decreased the glucose response acutely in both healthy and metabolically unhealthy individuals. So if you're 
okay to begin with. It'll help. And if you're in trouble with your blood sugar, you have metabolic syndrome, it'll help. Now, what is it about vinegar that does that? Uh, it Perhaps it slows gastric emptying, reducing the availability of the carbohydrates in your meal. Maybe it has some direct metabolic effects. They're not sure. But uh, this is something that I do traditionally before my biggest meal of the day, which is dinner, is I have a big salad. And I'll get some uh, nice balsamic vinegar and drench my salad. And then, you know, add some olive oil in about three to one ratio. But uh, there's plenty of vinegar in my salad. And I what I find is that having a salad as a prelude to the meal with vinegar uh, attenuates my appetite. So I just don't put on the feed bag quite as much for a big, heavy meal at night, late in the day, which we know is not great. 877-726-8255, our number. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep. And I, I had that experience last night. I took some uh, CBD uh, CBD sleep, uh, which is from CV Sciences, and uh, it really helped me. I, I had a rough night, and you know, I actually, uh, usually I sleep like a log, but last night I had a little more trouble, and. Uh, Got a great respect. In fact, I, I slept so long. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't have time to exercise this morning before the show, which is unusual. So, uh, the brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD. It's CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm for anxiety helps ease tension. Contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus theanine and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep, on the other hand, uh, contains melatonin as well as soothing magnolia bark extract to reduce cortisol and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Use coupon code Hoffman30 for, get this, 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. All right, big news this week. A breakthrough, they say, in the treatment of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, it's a drug uh, which uh, purports to slow cognitive and functional decline by 27% compared with a placebo. Uh, the drug is called lecanemab. They'll probably come up with a more easy to pronounce name. Uh, but it comes in the wake of the failure of uh, a drug called uh, Agihelm, uh, which became the first new Alzheimer's disease treatment approved by the FDA. It was very controversial. A lot of people on the uh, FDA board uh, dissented from that. And they passed it kind of in a hurry because they said that since there's nothing available, it was kind of a compassionate move to allow this drug, admittedly very expensive and with side effects and unclear benefits, at least of something, some something to grasp at. Uh, the problem is it costs $56,000 a year. There are hundreds of thousands of patients with Alzheimer's disease, and it would actually break the back of Medicare. So uh, President Biden uh, recently touted savings uh, to Medicare. He claimed credit for a modest decline in Medicare premiums. 
But he forgot to mention the reason. His administration is rationing uh, Adjuhel, and that's saving Medicare a lot of money. Uh, the new drug, we don't know how much it's going to cost. It's only in phase three trials. So it's unusual to approve a drug that's not been completely vetted, although they're more and more they're doing it with like the vaccines. Um, but, uh, you know, I would be cautious about uh, uh, utilizing this in my patients because 21% of patients receiving lecanemab experience brain swelling, brain bleeding, or both compared with... Uh, just 9% of the placebo group. And, and that is a concern. These are serious uh, side effects. And always in these initial trials for approval of drugs, the benefits are exaggerated and the negative side effects are minimized. This is to get drug approval from the FDA. And so while this may be a breakthrough, um, uh, I'm not entirely sure that you should be the first kid on the block to jump on this new medication. 877-726-8255, our number for Intelligent Medicine. We'll be right back. 